0: white and had one blue eye one green eye beautiful cat and my sister named it princess buffy and it was a dude and she never got it fixed and it had the biggest balls and his name was princess buffy
1: (laughs) uh tweed had a cat when he was growing up named george that was a girl
0: oh let's see that's my my brother-in-law had a cat growing or i think it was a dog growing up that was called hack and puke because that's all it ever did was hack and puke oh my god i could name all of my
1: cats that i feel like at least two of them Hi, everybody. Welcome to that So Original Podcast. You may not recognize that you're watching or watching, listening to that So Original Podcast because our intro music is a little different this week. And I'd like to thank my son for his contribution. Thank, thank you, Tweed Jr. Um <laughs> For helping out the pod that's amazing i know he's so precious and he's so proud of it so i hope everybody likes it and oh my daughter who is the artiste drew a picture of me like as a podcaster with like my headphones and all this stuff i'll have to try to find it and post that too because my kids are so creative they're so wonderful
0: Meanwhile, my kids can't even bring me a cold frickin' drink.
1: <laughs> Service here is <laughs> is terrible. Oh, gosh. We all have our crosses bear, <laughs> Tiffany. So, you already know what I've watched because we have discussed it. Well, did we discuss it that I watched all three Fear Street movies? We
0: didn't discuss it on here, but we discussed okay. it
1: in a chat in real life in real life slash online life yeah yeah Yeah, those were so freaking good right I loved them love them I love how they did the third one right I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it you know you watch like the first part of the movie and you're like oh my god and then it's like flips the whole script and oh it's so good I love it I'd like to watch them again
0: I know! The Fear Street Trilogy on Netflix. If you haven't watched it yet, it's very, it jumps all over the place. The first one's set in the 90s, second one's set in the 80s. Is it the 80s? Um, I think yeah, it's say 80s. Seven, no. 78? 78. And then the last one goes back to like the origin story. But yeah, if you like some Friday the 13th or if you like some classic Freddy stuff, I don't know. My teens enjoyed it very much. But it does have I, some but... sex scenes, so if you're... Iffy about that stuff.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty gory. Gruesome. Yeah, it's very but gory. it's it's not I, I can't watch a lot of horror things because I feel like the gore is gratuitous and it's like gore porn, it's too much. And this is just like the perfect amount of gore. Like you said, it's very Friday the thirteenth, nightmare on Elm Street. It's bloody, but it's it's campy almost. Yeah, in parts. Yeah.
0: And the first one the first one did not hook me towards until towards the end. And then the second one I was all in. And then the third one was just
1: wonderful. So yes. Chef's kiss. But yeah. that's all I've watched. Cause they're like almost two hours each. And yes. so that that was a lot of binging for me. I think I watched it in like less than two days. For real. You did. Rolling through it.
0: Yeah. um, It hasn't been that long since we recorded last. So I have watched, um, I started Never Have I Ever season two, which is just perfection. The first one was great. The first season was great. Second season's just awesome. Um, If you haven't watched it, it's so much fun. (laughs) I've been rewatching Veep because it's one of my favorite shows and it's just one of those that I can binge over and over and just listen to people be incredibly freaking cruel to each other. Like the insults on that show. Oh they're perfection. <laughs> if you like insulting people and you want some new stuff to call people, that's the show to go to. And <laughs> with my kids, we've been watching season two of Bluey has dropped on Disney Plus. People, you need to what? go watch it. Yeah, there's like whatever 52 episodes because each episode is only seven minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it's some good stuff on there.
1: But that's it. Ted Lasso comes out Woo! soon, like really soon, next week, right? Oh my god. No, gosh. what is today?
0: No, it comes out this the, weekend, the 23rd. No way. <gasps> oh, yeah. It comes out this week. Yeah, whatever freaking day. Today is what, the 22nd? It comes out tomorrow.
1: Oh, my God. Of yeah. course, I'm working and then Tweed's off all weekend, so I won't be able to watch anything fun. Blah. Next week. It's on because my kids love it. We're going to watch it.
0: Yeah, my kids work every single day until next Tuesday, and they're going to be pissed if one watches it and the other doesn't, so we'll see how that works out. So
1: yeah.
0: Sorry you have a job. <laughs> I
1: know. Same. Okay, well this episode that we are bringing to you is about episode seven of cruel summer and we've already wished Jeanette a happy birthday and frankly to hell with Jeanette we're wishing Kate Wallace a happy birthday this is happy birthday Kate Wallace this episode really has some bombshells in it I thought it was pretty good one
0: yeah and it's I mean all these summer babies in Skyland tell you what (laughs) Uh, but yeah we're getting down to the end here kids so we've got us get some penultimate stuff going on here
1: yeah and i've watched up to episode 9 and i still have about 117 questions that have not been answered so episode 10 you better bring it
0: i have not watched 9 yet i just haven't had the chance and we've been dealing with cat drama and i just haven't watched it yet
1: hey no rush we're only on episode 7 you got time and it's still on fx on hulu yes or freaking liars yeah they said it was going off but it is still on there so maybe they're giving a little leeway maybe they forgot we don't know but run do it now avenge it yeah yeah yeah.
0: if you're watching along with us if you've already watched it we want to hear your take on the whole thing so
1: yeah where the hell are you because i haven't gotten any emails from you if you've already watched it yeah you're hurting our feelings you better my hands are on my hips right now and i'm wagging wagging my 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 finger finger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. literally okay take it away tiffany
0: Okay, so these events took place on August 29th. So, not even summer
1: anymore. So, cruel summer.
0: You got like three mm-hmm. more episodes. We're on August 29th. I think you're full of shit. <laughs> I don't know what your summer runs in Texas, but this is not it.
1: Hey, when I went to school in Virginia, we didn't start back to school until after Labor Day. So, maybe we didn't we either. Could sort of call it summer.
0: We haven't until the last two years when we started before Labor Day. But, uh, yeah. Hate it. I hate it.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway,
0: so we get the the on-screen text that it's 1993, and we see Kate roll over, and she all smiles, and she looks at the little pink bunny that she got from Mr. Harris, and she says, happy birthday, Kate Wallace. 1994, Kate is in a chat room saying she can't even eat birthday cake or anything, really, because how Martin used food to control her while she was in the basement. And having a hunger strike feels like getting that control back, which is classic like people who have anorexia and that kind of thing do that because it's one thing they could control. That's so
1: sad. Yeah. Yeah. I know.
0: While she's out on the computer, Joy and Rod just like burst on in. There's no, there's no <laughs> knocking. This poor girl has had like I
1: know.
0: her whole life, you know, trauma forever many months. And they just like, happy birthday. We got you the best present an interview on the Marcia Bailey show. And it took me forever to realize, I think we talked about it last time, that the Marsha Bailey interview is the interview from the very first episode where she calls yes. out Jeanette. So, yep. and Kate's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. You can take your present back. Not interested. And Joy tells her, since the police aren't charging Jeanette, people are going to start to question Kate's side of the story. Like, did this even happen? So if they she does this interview, we can get the people back on your side. And Kate's like, I don't care what people think. I'm going back to bed. And they walk out like, well, damn, that was a shitty birthday. <laughs> Um, In 1995, Kate rolls over, and as she rolls over, Mallory rolls over right next to her and spoons her, and I was like, what is happening here? And Kate's going, my eyes hurt, my mouth is dry, and Mallory says, yeah, that's the weed. But happy birthday, and happy friendiversary. It's like
1: Facebook. (sighs) Yeah. fun.
0: In that moment, I think Kate gets up to go to the bathroom, and as she's grabbing the bathroom door, she flashes back to being in the basement and holding a doorknob. and and she hears Martin saying he's not going to force his way in so she's holding the doorknob like she's holding the door shut and he's telling her he's not going to force his way in he made her a chicken because she can't survive on protein bars and vegetable juice and she needs to eat and talk to him and she says well I'll do plenty of talking when I'm free and can tell everyone what a freaking sicko you are he tells her that people have given up looking for her even Jamie he's dating Jeanette Turner now Skyland has moved on from Kate Wallace. Get comfortable. This is your world now. I was like, damn, Martin. Ooh, Some
1: ooh. psychological crap right there. I know. This is awful. So in 1993, Jamie is in the kitchen with Rod, and Rod wants to know if Jamie wants to be like an astronaut or a billionaire or something. I don't know. Jamie's like, sure. But he. Really wants to tell Rod about this gift he's going to give Kate for her birthday. He's going to give her a promise ring. She's 15. Uh, okay. She's 15. Thank you. Rod's like, wow, that's a big step. But also I'm like, no, it's not Rod. It's a promise ring. Everyone calm down. And how many promise rings did you see ever evolve into anything other than a tarnished ring finger? That's all I'm saying.
0: I don't know anybody that got one. All my friends uh, are just <sighs> doing it and they didn't care if they had a ring <laughs> on. <laughs>
1: uh, it- <laughs> Anyway, Jamie wants a big family one day and he says he sees a future with Kate. Meanwhile, Kate is up in her room putting on some makeup. A shit ton of makeup, just so Yeah, yeah, it's a a lot of makeup. And Joy comes to the room to tell her to go downstairs and please save Jamie from your father. And Kate's like, oh, wow, look how dolled up you are. And I was like, she looks the same that she always does to me, but I don't know. Joy always looks like she's getting ready to go on a red carpet somewhere. She's always looking like she's going to a pageant. Like, that's Mm -hmm. her thing. Yes. Yes, that is the look. The hair, yep. That's Which is exactly. very
0: Texas of this time, you know? I think that True. was the deal. So, anyway, sorry.
1: So, the doorbell rings, and she says it must be the lawn guy with the flowers. And Kate says that she seems like she's trying really hard to impress someone, and Joy's like, maybe you remember the last time you went down this road, and I did not wish to speak to you anymore at this moment, or something like that. I don't really remember what happened, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, joy goes to answer the door and it's not 1993 in the landscape guy it's 94 and it's mallory at the door and kate peeks around from the other side of joy and grabs her to come in and so now they're hanging out in kate's room and mallory's going on and on about how amazing her bed skirts are and i have so many questions about (laughs) mallory's home life Rod pops in and introduces himself and Mallory says, yeah, I think the whole country knows who you are. So I'm thinking Rod must have been like an OJ Simpson. Yeah,
0: he was a big NFL player. Yeah, yeah,
1: with, without the murder and the Bronco <laughs> chase, but, but the football personality. So Rod goes to get some snacks because we all know that Kate's house has the best snacks. Mallory has just realized that it's Kate's birthday and she's like, and I'm the person that you invited over, which is a valid question. <laughs> Mallory's really excited for the snacks that rod has gone to get but kate says she doesn't have much of an appetite lately and mallory's like i might have a remedy for that wink wink Hint, you know it's pot the <laughs> weed
0: <laughs> Well thought was funny is that okay joy is upstairs with kate in her bedroom rod and jamie are downstairs in the kitchen why couldn't they answer the damn door like, why does she have to run out and answer the door? They were right freaking there. Because it's the
1: landscape it's so guy, and she wants to open the door. because I know, to... but they didn't know that. Rod and Walter, Jamie didn't okay.
0: know that. <laughs> and I love when it flashes, <laughs> where Mallory's at the door, and Joy tells her, whatever you're selling, we're not buying. <laughs> 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 <It's> like, oh, <laughs> poor Mallory.
1: What if it was Girl Scout cookies? I mean, well, God. So,
0: 1995, Kate and Mallory are in her room, and Kate says she thinks she found the Annabelle story on her tape. And she asks Mallory if she wants to listen with her. So, they flip on the little tape recorder, and we hear the therapist ask about Annabelle. And Kate says, who? And the therapist says, you said she came to visit right before you got rescued. And Mallory just has this look of terror on her Mm -hmm. face. Like, oh, my God. I was like, is she Annabelle? Kate tells the therapist she doesn't remember and doesn't want to and starts panicking, like having a total panic attack and asks to stop, like stop this right now. So then uh, Kate turns to Mallory and says, how can an entire memory fall out of my head? You know, who is Annabelle? And Mallory tells her give herself a break. This is your one day vacation from all things shitty. I have a surprise plan. So they go to leave and Joyce stops them and tells them that the lawyers need more meat for her defense. And Mallory stops Joy and says, Miss Wallace will not engage in any discussion of court or anything unpleasant today. Bye-bye. And they leave. 1993, Kate and her friends are at the mall. And Jamie is giving her the promise ring at the food court. Super
1: romantic, guys. (laughs) Right. And at a table in front of everyone. Yeah,
0: in front of their friends. I mean, Captain (laughs) Tennille and Ben are all sitting at the table. And he says, it means I'm all in on us. And Captain and Tennille just squeal like, (laughs)
1: ben is like can i run away and not and how quickly noticed so in 1994 mallory and kate are high laying on the floor in her bedroom eating nachos the lamest nastiest looking nachos ever just literally chips on a plate and like the tiniest amount of cheese that you've ever seen in your life on something that is supposed to be nachos no those weren't nachos
0: those are how my kids make nachos just saying
1: that's disgusting. That's, don't, why Don't why even bother at that point? Just eat chips out of a bag. Ashley comes in and wishes Kate a happy birthday. And Mallory's like, you want to hang out and smoke weed and watch a movie? And Kate's like, yeah, what she said. And so I guess Ashley agrees because we pop on over to the video store with Vincent, who is looking at Mallory like, what is going on here? And Mallory's like, I do have other friends. And I'm like, sure. So Kate and Ashley pick a movie and now they're all three sitting on the floor when there's a perfectly good couch right behind them, but whatever. They get onto the topic of the talk show that Joy wants Kate to go on and Ashley says that she thinks Joy is being very insensitive. In the movie, one of the characters is running from a man and Kate's like staring intently at the screen asking like why isn't she running faster and Ashley says because she's running in heels and Kate is flashing back to running up the basement stairs and she says no she's not and then she starts freaking out because she's like reliving this experience and she's yelling at the movie girl to run faster and in her flashback Martin runs up the stairs and catches up to her. So, Kate has ruined the movie for everyone. Movie time's <laughs> over. Joy comes in and asks if everything's alright since she heard screaming. They tell her it was just the movie. Like, you can't tell the difference between screaming in a movie and, like, someone Your screaming own child. in the living room. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mallory says she has to go to her new job at the roller rink. And Joy wants to talk to Kate again about this stupid talk show. Ashley leaves to go check her email. Lots of people checking their email in this episode. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, how many important emails were you getting in nineteen? I wasn't getting any. <laughs> or for whenever the hell this was. Me neither. I mean, you're in high school. What the hell email are you getting? Now I'm really thinking back to this. I'm not even sure I had an email I account didn't. in 1994. I I, <laughs> I don't think I had one until I went to college. Yeah, I didn't have one until like 99, 2000. We got like a college email account. And that would have been, like, 97. But we're not talking Gmail. It was a dedicated email program. It wasn't like you went to a website. It was, like, I guess the 1997 version of an app. Anyway, that I just went way off target there. Uh, topic. Joy says this is a huge honor. She's interviewed presidents. And Whoopi Goldberg. And Kate tells Joy to just leave her alone. Don't ruin my birthday like you did last year.
0: Oops. Hmm. So it's a quick flash, 1993, and Tennille is telling Kate, happy birthday, biatch, and hands her a bejeweled flask. And I was like, <laughs> where did you I even get she, that? She got
1: her bedazzler out.
0: I think she got this at Claire's. Um, <laughs> so Jamie immediately grabs it and chugs it and says, it's a celebration, right? <sighs> Jamie. Um, there's just fountains and shits to be done with Jamie. So 1994, Rod comes in and brings Kate food. And she's like, why are you constantly, you know, trying to feed me? And he says he took up cooking while she was missing. It occupied his mind and his hands. And I was like, oh, that's kind of how it goes. Like parents of missing kids. Gotta do something. And so Kate is saying, mom wants me to go on the Marsha Bailey show. Like it's for my benefit, but it's for hers. And he's like, yeah, she means well. You always take her side. Rod says, last year, I thought letting her call the shots with her daughter was the way to go. But the thing is, you're my daughter, too. Since the day I met you, I will never forgive myself for not making that clear last year. And I was like, oh, Rod. I know. And so Kate asks Rod, how did you forgive her for all of this? And he says, losing you was an earthquake. Everything else felt like a speed bump. I don't think you should discount this interview just because your mom suggested it. So, all of a sudden, Joy rushes in and says, turn on the TV! <laughs> and it's a news anchor because, God forbid, we don't have the news on him freaking And the news anchor is saying that a teen from Widow Falls is alleging that she also had a close call with Martin Harris long before he moved to Skyland. And, uh-oh, dun-dun-dun. Like, has he done this before? How many basement dwellers do we have? <laughs> Quick flashback to 1993. Kate and Captain and Tennille are shopping and... And Jamie comes running up behind him and crashes into them because he's drunk after his one little sip from that flask. Because He's, he's a lightweight. Just, he's sloppy as all shit. Mm-hmm. And he grabs her hand and looks at her ring. And as he's doing it, he accidentally pours the flask all over her. How full is this freaking flask? Like, he took one sip. There's still enough to pour it all over her, and he's drunk off his ass. Right. It's like the never-ending flask. It's not even that big. I mean, the bejewels on it aren't even that big. Well, he pours the flask all over her dress, which, of course, now makes her smell like whiskey or whatever the hell is in it. Cheap beer. It's probably Bush Light or something in there (laughs) because it's Tennille. And he's like, I'll go get napkins. And she's like, oh, my God, I have to go to dinner with my parents. And now I reek.
1: Go in the bathroom and rinse that shit out. What the hell's a napkin going to do? These people are amateurs, man someone spilled wine on my wedding dress at the reception and i survived so it was white wine but still i took a lick of an
0: ice cream cone and the whole thing fell in my lap the other night at the drive-thru <laughs> and the girl handed me a napkin like that was gonna help things <laughs> spoiler alert it didn't here you go she's like i don't know how Thanks. to help you <laughs> That's like me either, honey, and just Uh, drove away. uh, Boy. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. Okay, so 1994, and Kate is incensed by this girl coming out of the woodwork to talk about Martin. She's like, she shouldn't be saying this. Our situations are totally different. And Rod and Joy are like, how would you know? She's like, well, Martin told me about her. He helped her after class. He was just a tutor. She can't come out of the woodwork now. For her little 15 minutes of fame, just because of what happened to me. And Joy's like, then write the wrong and tell everyone the truth. This girl might be lying, and Jeanette is definitely lying, but you know the truth. And I was like, does she know? Like, yeah. a whole memory fell out of her head. Like,
1: And they didn't question, like... Wait a minute, what? You you had a conversation with Martin about a girl that he tutored yeah. at the school he was at before? That seems like a really weird conversation to have with your kidnapper who had you locked in a basement, you know what I'm saying? It's so like, how's those protein bars? By the way, that girl
0: that accused <laughs> me of something a few years ago, totally that fake. That
1: bullshit.
0: I was just her <laughs> tutor.
1: Okay, bye. <laughs> you want that chicken? Okay. <laughs> so in 1993, Jamie is still a sloppy drunk. They're walking out, and he's drunkenly singing her happy birthday. She's flipping her shit because she's late for the birthday dinner that she swore to her mother she would not miss. She's dragging Jamie out to the parking lot, and he goes from sloppy drunk to falling down drunk. While he's on the ground, he's like, what's your favorite birthday present? And she was like, oh, um, one time my dad got me an original print of the talented Mr. Ripley, and he was looking at her hand like... <laughs> Uh, That's not the answer that I, and she was like, Oh, oh! I mean, I thought you meant like my next favorite gift because obviously the promise ring is my best favorite redson ever. Uh, she's telling him about what the talented Mr. Ripley is about and how it takes place in Italy and how she's always wanted to go there. She's always wanted to travel. And she asks him what he wants to do in the future, and he says he wants to buy a big old house and have a big old family just like your parents. Which is weird because don't they literally only have her and Ashley? Yeah, they
0: don't yeah. have a big old family. That's not a big, big old, old family. <laughs> and they don't even have like servants or anything because Joy's got to answer the damn door.
1: No, I was so confused. I was like, well, you know, he's sloppy drunk, so maybe I don't he know just wants he...
0: snacks. Like they got good snacks at the house, and. And, and they have skirts. internet, so that's uh-huh. pretty good.
1: Bed skirts, internet, snacks. <laughs> what more could you ask for? So, in 1995, we now have the big reveal of what Mallory says is the best birthday present ever. She has blindfolded Kate and snuck her into the role She roller blindfolded
0: rink. a trauma survivor. Uh, okay, in-
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Not cool, Mallory. That part, <laughs> but. <laughs> She's snuck her into the roller rink, which is completely empty. And Kate says, oh, this is so awesome. How did you do this? Mallory says that she's now the new assistant manager, so she just closed the rink for maintenance. She's 17. How can you be assistant manager at 17? I don't know. Stop asking questions that demand logic. (laughs) You can't do that with this show. Damn it. Sorry. So... (laughs) Kate's like I don't know how I'd still be standing without you so they dress up in feather boas and fun headbands as one does and they dance on the counter and then they're skating around and eating ring pops it's a grand old time but they're smashing pumpkins
0: it's some version by a girl singing it and it's so good it is so good that's the whole little montage is all done with that it's I want the soundtrack from the show because it's pretty freaking good
1: was it 1979? No, it's today. Is, whatever the today
0: is. The oh, the today is. Gra- yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. You're right. Oh, that was good. So Kate is a great skater, but Mallory is just about as good as I have ever been on my best day. The last time I went to a skating rink, I walked around the rink with my shoes on while my daughter skated around.
0: I felt and broke my wrist and my elbow. So. Oof. But I think Mallory's faking. I think Mallory's totally faking about not knowing how to skate. S-
1: so that Kate will hang on to mm-hmm. her and guide her. Because you work uh, at a freaking
0: skating rink. How do you not know how to skate?
1: You tricky bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. So, uh, 1993, Jamie is peeing in Martin's yard for some reason. I was like, like
1: why? Why? What, like, what? How'd they get here?
0: All the, all the yards. <laughs> right? like, And there wasn't like an alley. There wasn't a bush down the road. You couldn't have gone at the mall. So, of course, Martin comes out and catches him, because what else does Martin have to do but peer out the windows? And he (laughs) says to Kate, do you want to come in and uh, call your parents? And she's like, I'm really late, and Jamie's a mess, and this is just the worst birthday ever. And he says, listen, I'll drive you. Just let me get my keys. And she's like, oh, my God, Mr. Harris, you are so cool. That would be very cool of you. (laughs) So they get in the car, and... Is Jamie even there? I think she just, he yeah, just took well, her home.
1: I don't know. He was like, Jamie's on his own. I'll take you home.
0: Yeah, it's he like
1: left him in the
0: yard and took her home.
1: Yeah, Jamie and Kate don't live near each other. This is like a super nice neighborhood. And I think Jamie lives like somewhere else in town.
0: Yeah. So Kate's telling Martin that her mom is going to be so pissed because she's kept a dinner party of guests waiting. And Martin says, well, we're only human, right? And I wasn't invited. So apparently can't be that great of a party. Mm-hmm. And Kate us, well, you know, my mom's big on rules, even when she breaks them herself. (laughs) Remember that big family secret that's been eating at me? He's like, how could I forget? Has it gotten any better? And she's like, I know you said I should choose my battles, but if I don't unload this, I will explode, Mr. Harris. (laughs) And he's like, okay, well, you know, let it loose. And he said, I think it's some time to shed some light on the situation. She grabs his arm and says, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And he's like, yeah, anytime, and I'm never going to wash my hand again. And <laughs> okay. He's
1: like, oh, my God, she touched me.
0: Kate is all smiles, and she goes inside her incredibly dark house Like uh, for some reason. Like, they just turn all the lights <laughs> off. Like, you're not coming home. We're going to turn all the damn lights off.
1: That's what your parents do when you're late and they're pissed. At least that's what mine did. If I was late for curfew, all the lights would be out. Sometimes the door would be locked, so I would have to knock, and that would be the whole thing.
0: At the most, it's like o'clock. 8 o'clock. Not, I mean, there was a dinner party. They're still not eating. Like, I don't know. They must have had McDonald's and sent them on their yeah. way. But Joy is pissed because here comes Kate. Not only is she late, she's reeks of booze. And Kate wants to know, where is everybody? Did you save me any fries? And Joy says, I sent them all home and told them you had food poisoning. And I was like, but she's not even home. Like, where's she got food poisoning at? <laughs> And, she's a, and
1: they're all sitting around waiting for her and then she never shows up and then Joy's like oh you know what I totally forgot she's upstairs in her bedroom sick with the food poisoning y'all can go she's up that there is, just that shitting that her no brains sense. out
0: <laughs> we thought she'd get over it we gave her a cork and all um, <laughs> so she tells Kate that this is becoming a very dangerous pattern and Kate's like I wasn't drinking she's like why should I believe you and she's like, I'm not the one in this family with an honesty problem. And she's like, what are you talking about? And Rod picks that moment to conveniently walk in. And this is what Kate's been waiting for. She's gonna just unload right now. She's like, the night after the garden club party, you thought I was sleeping, but I saw you. And Rod says, saw her doing what? And Joy's face is like instant panic, like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh. And she's like, let's <laughs> just stop this before we say things we don't mean, like the <laughs> truth. <laughs> <lady>. <laughs> yeah. And Rod says, I want to know what you saw. And she's, I saw mom kissing Scott Jones. And Joy just is like, she's a liar. She's just doing this for attention, clearly. We get a quick jump back to Martin at home, flipping channels. Because he can't concentrate because all he's thinking about is Kate putting her arm on him and seeing her at the fair and when she was sitting on the curb when they first met and he's drinking and just thinking about a 15-year-old because he's a big old freaking creep.
1: Mm -hmm. (gasps) This is such a throwaway scene, I thought. So Rod and Joy are cuddled up on the couch, and I was like, I don't know what year this is because these people didn't change their hair enough for me to be able to tell like everybody else did, which is kind of rude. It's 94 because they're talking about the interview. Yeah, they're talking about the interview and about how Rod is Kate's father just as much as Joy is her mother and how she cheated on him, but they'll get through it. And I was like, I'm not following any of this. Oh, he says, but if she implies, again, that he's not her father, he's going to leave her ass. Uh, I just thought that was such a random scene.
0: I think they just wanted to, like, because she asked, how did you forgive mama? So, that's going to be this right here. You had an affair? Okay.
1: I am her father. We'll get through it. Anyway, I would have left that on the cutting room floor. I'm just saying. So, back in 1993 and this fight between Kate and her mom and Rod's like, what the fuck's going on? And Joy says, hey, don't listen to her. She thought you were cheating on me a few weeks ago. And Kate says, hey, look, that was a misunderstanding, but I'm right about this. And I have been holding onto this secret all summer. Kate says, you're just being a brat and telling lies. And Kate says, well, you're being a bitch. And Joy smacks her. And Rod is just, like, stunned. Like, he doesn't know, like, where should I jump in? What do I do? What do I say? He tries to be like, but what? And Joy's like, look. I am disciplining my daughter the way I see fit. And Rod backs down like a pussy and Kate runs away.
0: This next scene made me, it's just so stupid. It made me laugh so hard. (laughs) It's just so dumb.
1: It's so dumb. And random. Like none of this
0: makes any sense. I know. Oh my God. So in
1: 1995, Mallory and Kate are back in her room after their night of skating. And Mallory is looking through... A donation pile which just happens to be in kate's room right and there's a printer in there just happens she's to be like, yeah she's like oh cool can i have it and kate's like sure that was just our backup
0: i was like no one even had a printer at this time and let alone a backup but whatever
1: why would you use the backup printer if you're gonna print something you use your printer right And why would you go and put it in the donation basket in your goddamn daughter's room? In your daughter's room. So stupid. There's there's something jammed in it. Oh, my God. What could it be? Mallory's, like, yanking on it and messing up all the rollers. And Kate's like, what do you want to do for your birthday? Mallory is like, okay, I'm kind of focused on this paper right now. And she gets it out. And they both look at it, and they're like, that bitch. So cut to the kitchen where Joy is just loitering around for no reason. And she's making a drink,
0: thank you very much.
1: Ah, oh, sure. And Kate asks her, Do you hate me? And Joy says, What are you talking about? So Kate slams the paper on the counter. And it's another piece of paper. This one's a little crumpled because it got stuck. And that broke the whole printer because 1995. It's another piece of paper that says Liar. Capital L I A R. Left Center. She asked if her mom made up the story that someone sent this. And Joy does not really even try to deny it. And Kate's just like, how could you do this to me? Yeah. Oh, oh I don't want to do this. Oh, cool. Oh, I, I do. But I do have, I have a lot to say about it, but uh, I'll see what you say. <laughs> I have lots <laughs> to say. I'll see if you hit the high points <laughs> like I did. Okay, you do it. Do so it. So it's
0: 1995, and for some reason... Ashley and old man Crease are in bed together. Apparently they've had sex. Crease is more impressed by the sheets than anything else because his sheets are from the war. So, I mean, I, could, I could get
1: that. How are they even fitting on that twin bed? They are so, so tightly squished on that little twin bed.
0: Well, she says she's going to go take a shower before he gets all mushy. And he says, cool. Can I check my email? And I was like, how many fucking emails did they have at this time? <laughs>
1: Look, he is expecting a very important email from the AARP. I was about to say the same
0: thing. (laughs) But I love that he waited to ask if he could check his email until she had shut the door and immediately turned on that water. Like, how how close is her shower head to her door? (laughs) And so, so of course, she didn't hear him. So he goes and clicks on her computer. and, And oddly enough, the chat logs are all right there for him to see. So he starts reading. And he gives the shower door the most disgusted look, like <laughs> like she farted in there and he heard it, and he just starts printing away.
1: I'm dead. <laughs> so back to
0: 1995. Oh wait, that was yeah, that was 1995. Yeah, that was 95. This okay, back to 1994. Excuse me. 1994. Joyce is talking to Kate, and she says a mother will go to great lengths to protect her child. And Kate's like, I'm protect, more like manipulate. And she's like, Martin was grooming me from the moment he met me. She's like, why me? But the answer is so obvious. My whole life, you have been toting me around like one of your purses. I did everything you said. I never questioned you. If I questioned you, or you tore into me. You raised me to be blindly obedient. And he saw that and went for it. And she's like, and the Marsha Bailey show, whose idea was that? It got me sued. So she's blaming her whole life on joy. You know, we got to blame the mom. And Joy says, It's because you went off script. And I was like, Oh, this is the whole Jeanette Turner song. Yeah. yeah, she's a bitch. Um, Kate says, Because I'm not a puppet. Daddy gets that, but you don't. Joyce says, Do you know what it's like to see you two bond like we used to? <laughs> so it all comes out that Joy sent this letter of the liar left a line because she's jealous. And she's like, I'm jealous of him. You forgave him, but you're still punishing me. I miss you. And Kate's like, Why would you send this letter if you missed me? And she says, Well, you needed a bad guy, and I needed you to take this case seriously. I didn't protect you from Martin, but I will die trying to protect you from everything else, even if you hate me for it. And Kate says, I miss you
1: too. <sighs> that makes no sense. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But sure. Okay. All right. Whatever. So, in 1993, Kate, after being slapped in the face, is in her room packing a bag. And Joy's like, oh, you're running away. How cute. Kate's like, that doesn't sound like an apology for child abuse. <laughs> and, no, it doesn't. Joy says, how did she turn into an obnoxious teenager overnight? And Kate says, you're the one who's changed. And then Joy calls her naive, simple, and boring. I was like, ouch, God. Mm-hmm. She says, go ahead, run away to Captain or to kneels. So, these are the last things that Joy said to Kate. So it wasn't the I do not wish to speak to you at this moment, like I thought at you know, many, many episodes ago. You know, being called naive, simple, and boring is pretty rude. So I get it. Kate does not run away to Captain Ortonil. She is standing in the road in front of Martin's house, and then cut to her now in the basement eating on the floor and Martin is just standing there saying how he was thinking about what she said earlier about how he's a sicko and he's like that is just rude I keep you clothed and comfortable I cook pretty good food for you and she's like yeah I keep you locked in a basement but clothes and food come on so before you start calling me the bad guy I want you to remember how you ended up here
0: Sure, I don't give you a fork,
1: but I make a damn good chicken and carrots. I make you eat that chicken with your hands, but it's good chicken. Is it not good chicken? And
0: I love that Wonderwall (sighs) is playing. I was like, anyways, here's
1: Wonderwall. Hey, that (laughs) totally reminds me that at the very end of Fear Street, the third movie, that song that they played by Oasis, had totally left my brain until that moment. And I was like... Oh my God, I love that song. And I have been listening to Oasis like for the last week since I finished that episode. I loved Oasis. I know they're problematic. They're kind of assholes. At least to they were each back other, in the mainly. Day. Yeah. Yeah. But oh gosh, they made great music. Anyway, it just reminded me of that. I wanted to say something when I was talking about Fear Street before, but it totally slipped my mind. With Jeanette now in nineteen ninety five, she's in her bed reading and old man Crease walks in and hands her all the pages he printed at Ashley's and there is a shit ton of pages.
0: How long was she in the shower? Is Thank what I want thinking. To-
1: Those printers were so slow. Don't you and remember so how they'd be loud. like loud. Ever I mean that would have taken hours. Literally, to print all those pages. She's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, it's Kate Wallace chatting with her sister. And Jeanette is reading it. And she's like, wait, what? Oh, my God. This is huge. What is it? We're going to find out. Yeah.
0: So we get a flashback to Kate going up to Martin's door and ringing the bell. And he opens the door and she says, I did what you said. I unloaded the secret and my mom hit me. I don't know where to go, and I can't stay there. If I go to my friends or Jamie, she's just going to hunt me down and drag me home. I'm scared. And I was like, oh, Kate. Martin does the quick look around Mm -hmm. to see if anybody's noticed her and says, come in, and I'll make you some tea. Quick flashback to Jeanette, who says, Kate went to Martin Harris's house willingly. This changes everything. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Does it? Does it, though? I mean... I mean, it does change the narrative that she's been selling about that he kidnapped her. And I have been going over and over this. How did he kidnap a 16-year-old girl? You know what I mean? Who always seems to be around other people. I was like, how did that happen? So, I guess, in that respect, it is a big deal.
0: I just figured, since they were kind of getting chummy, like, he maybe had her over and, here, have a drink. And it was... And it was drugged, and that because we had some like some mm-hmm. drugged in the basement deals. And I'm wondering how much of this basement stuff is real. Like, if she went willingly, is this the last scene with the food is that real? I need to know.
1: Well, then you need to watch episode nine. I do. Pronto.
0: That's my next yeah. one because I know, I know, I know.
1: All right. Well, that is the end of episode seven. Happy birthday, Kate Wallace. Happy birthday!
0: Welcome to your. I'm- yeah i'm sorry your birthdays
1: <laughs> tend to be pretty shitty
0: i thought my uh, birthdays were pretty shitty but i was never forced into a basement I, and yeah kidnapped.
1: were you kidnapped <laughs> by your assistant principal no you weren't Stop. no because
0: my assistant principal's name was mr karizinski and he was an asshole and didn't even know I existed because i didn't play football
1: oh yeah that sounds like every <laughs> school around here
0: he stopped me in the hallway one day and asked me if I even <laughs> went there and asked for my student ID. And I was like, do you think I'd be here just for fun? <laughs> what do I look like? Drew Barrymore. <laughs> it's like, and nobody carries around their ID and just kept walking. And I was like, I don't you know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. <laughs> I gotta go to class because I go here. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was like, uh, I'll send no me God home because no. I'll go.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. What a weirdo. Yeah. Okay. So still haven't heard from any of you people out there. Like, what are you doing with your life right now?
0: Yeah. What is your, what is your basement food? What would you want if you were trapped in a basement? Like, would you want a chicken and potatoes and carrots, or what would you want? Do you want your protein It did bar? look
1: like a, a good rotisserie chicken, and there ain't nothing wrong with a good rotisserie there were some, chicken. There were
0: some, like, roasted carrots. I, that's, like, one of my favorite things right there is roasted vegetables, so. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. It looked good. I mean, I have to give Martin credit for that. He is a pretty good cook. Did he cook it or did
0: he buy it at the grocery store? Watch
1: episode nine before I murder you. Oh, freaking
0: sakes. Okay.
1: Uh, All right. Yeah. Let us know your preferred basement food (laughs) and your skill level as a roller skater. And you can do that in... I mean, it is ridiculous the number of places that you could tell us this information. Why don't you hit us with the highlights, Tiffany?
0: You can email us at thatsooriginalpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, which is also conveniently called thatsooriginalpodcast.com. Oh, wow. You can go to Facebook also called that's so original podcast look at how easy we make it for you or instagram which is a little different it's called that's so original podcast (laughs) (laughs) or you can go to twitter now here's here's the here's the big wrench in the plan okay this is serious this is serious that one's called that's so pod i know i know write that down i know write that down. it's hard but you can do it we trust you um, we believe in you. You can go to Spotify and follow us. You can go mm-hmm. to iTunes and like and review us. Come and tell us about your shitty birthdays. We want to hear about yeah. them. Like, I've had some shitty ones I could talk about. Same. Hey, we want to hear your stories. It's not about us all the time. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not all the time.
1: Like 99% of the time. But yeah, come on over and give us.
0: Yeah. How many times have you drank from a bejeweled flask in the mall? (laughs) Do you want to (laughs) know?
1: I will answer that. Zero. I have drank from things at the mall, but not a bejeweled (sighs) flask. I have never drank at the mall. I don't think. Let me. (sighs) No, not at the mall. That's my final answer. All (laughs) right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're having a wonderful week and enjoying these episodes about Cruel Summer. And we will be back with episode eight very soon. And we promise you are going to be getting these episodes in pretty short order because we're ready for the next thing. I'm ready to get Kate out of the basement and see what's next. Yeah,
0: we want to hear from you on what we should cover next because we're getting about to that time of what, what we should do.
1: Yeah, hit us up. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.